Hey there, it's Amy. Welcome to ChirpCast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. There is something that we tend to have a little bit of an issue with whenever we become new Christians, maybe, or even for those of us who've been Christians for most of our lives. I think there's something that we can struggle with, and that would be struggling with our prayer life. Yes. Prayer is something that is so instrumental in our faith. However, there are seasons, at least I can reflect that in my own life, that there's been seasons where I just struggle with it. Yeah. For me, I think the struggle sometimes comes with not that I have a problem praying and then waiting on God for his timing. I'm learning that as I get older. I'm learning to be a little bit more patient. Not a lot, but a little bit. I'm a tiny bit more patient. <laughs> you and patience are like oil and water. So for me to pray and then to not like immediately get angry because nothing happens says that there is growth inside of me. Amen. Hallelujah. Testify, sister. <laughs> yes. So when I pray sometimes, I feel like my struggle comes more so with am I praying effectively? I guess is the word. It's the best way I can describe it. When am I am I praying to where okay, I'll give you an example. So I have prayed sometimes, Lord, please talk to or touch so and so's heart. But da 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 da. Like, I want you to fix this situation, but can you also and then I put sort of my my own little caveat in there to where I'm like I have to learn how to pray, God, whatever it takes. I think the Lord's Prayer says a lot about your will be done on right. earth as it is time, not my will. <laughs> and so that yeah. when we're when we're praying, it's hard, very hard not to say, Lord, please do it this way. <laughs> yeah, because they're morons and they need help and <laughs> You know, they're doing things wrong or whatever, and they just need uh, a touch from you, and they need guidance. Can you just zap them with a tiny bolt of lightning? Yeah, just, just, just tase them, tase them, Lord, tase them, tase them, just like <laughs> they say on the couch. <laughs> runner! That's how I feel like people are running from God. In, <laughs> in, in my mind, it's an episode of Cops. <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? do? <laughs> what you gonna do when God comes for you? Oh, my gosh. So prayer can be one of those kind of squirrely topics where people are like, is there a right way to pray? Is there a wrong way to pray? Is there a certain posture physically I should be in when I pray? And I feel like these are questions that... Yes, I expect you to be levitating. Okay, well, it's probably not. If that was the case, I would be much taller all the time. I would consistently levitate. (laughs) I would be taller. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you would just... (laughs) Constant levitation mode that I way. I would be six foot two all the time. Why? Well, you know. It's not know. fun up here. I'm okay, just well, it ain't much better down here. So. Yeah, but you could get the low stuff. I could get the high stuff. It works well. <sighs> Prayer is hard because sometimes it gets, you know, frustrating because yeah. you think things are, we're accustomed to having things pretty rapid and yeah. when things aren't happening at a speed or that they're ha- then then what happens at least for me is i become very reflective and i'm like 
what is going on? Like, yeah. Lord, are we just not on the same page? Cause that's concerning. I want to be on the same page as God. And, and so prayer helps center me, but at the same time, it's, I can, I could have, I could throw out some really crazy prayers. Oh yeah. I've definitely had my bipolar prayers where I'm like praying for somebody <laughs> Lord, please just touch them and love them and comfort them. And then in the next breath, I'm like, or just take them home. I don't care. Whatever. Just do whatever you want to. <laughs> Hang them up by their toes. It doesn't matter at this point. I'm so frustrated. But I think if we go to like the root of the question, what is prayer? So what would be your basic like one line definition of prayer? Go. Talking to God. Conversation. That's it. Yeah. And I do that all the time. But I, I guess, okay, so I, again, I'm kind of torn because I feel like on one aspect, there's the sense of awe and reverence, like the whole idea of going to the throne room of God, like the creator of the entire universe. I'm not like just I'm rolling like, up next to him, knocking nah. on his window. No. Nah. Hey, dude got some time here for me no it like i want that reverence really i do like i i know that that's in a respectful way no, i guess i, I, is I, my I get that point. i under, i understand and i think that you're okay but partly I, right but at the end of the day let's remember the story of the man who was all you know high and mighty in his prayer and he's like don't be like that guy <laughs> and whose prayer did god hear is yeah. the, that guy the guy yeah. who just came in humbly and said the hey god okay so okay so that's my point it's humility like i always want to have a posture of humility in my heart when i talk to god does it mean that i am dishonest in my prayers absolutely not i'm very real when i talk to god i don't have these fancy words with lots of flowery no. special no buzzwords that I use, it's always very honest, God. And sometimes the prayer is straight to the point, like, yeah. God, you got to fix this or you got to do something. I, and, and typically for me, we belong to a Pentecostal denomination and that's great. And I love them and I, they love me. But when it's them, time, like they're totally different species. Sometimes I feel like it, but it's because like, it's not okay. It's not just because of this, but there's times where, like, when the pastors get together and then they're like, "Oh, let's all pray," you might as well just crank that baby up to to ninety nine, one hundred and two <laughs> because it's gonna get loud up in there. And you have me, and I'm in the corner praying, and I pray, you know. Okay, so I guess for that, then the question of is there a specific way to pray? The answer is no, in a sense that. Not everybody's going to be loud no. and yelling, and not no. everybody's going to be super quiet and whispering into their own hands. Honestly, like, I feel like it's a contest. Like, who's the loudest <laughs> is the best pastor ever, and the one who's quietest is like getting ready to be thrown out. I I, I don't know, but it it that's just. I think that's just a perspective. It's that's a how perspective. it is. It's, it's a personality. Not, and I, thing. I know that I know most of the guys and gals that are pastors in our denomination, and they have good hearts. They're not trying to one up anyone else or anything like that. So I, I'm not accusing them of that, but it's, it, 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 you know, there's just a style There's but. Okay. So that's the key word right there. It's style. Yeah. It's, it's the way that we pray. Not everybody. Okay. So like, I can tell you, I know a lot of times my dad, when he would 
um, as a pastor, when he would pray, he would go to the church because it was a place of solitude. Nobody else is hanging out there at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, but on I a heard Tuesday. him from across the street. <laughs> but he would, his posture oftentimes was he would just lay flat on his stomach and he would mm-hmm. pray. Mm-hmm. And or he that, would walk around. And that to him was just the way that he prayed. That, mm-hmm. you know, that was, that's his thing. Um, was. Like, he doesn't do it now. He still does that, by the way. I don't know. He's. I think he's falling off the bandwagon. <laughs> that's only because you're different. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. But that's the thing is that, you know, I think as long as we're going to God in humility, mm-hmm. not, at, you know, doing it appropriately through, you know, what the Bible talks about prayers, like we go with our Thanksgiving, you know, we don't expect God to be some sort of vending machine for us, but yet we still do petition him and we can but don't expect the minute that we say god jump he says oh oh, hi because that's not going to happen no because he's god and we're not the story that comes to mind when you said that like approaching the throne with humility is the story of esther whenever um Mm -hmm. she's going to be the one who helps save her people Mm -hmm. and she says i'm going to go talk to the king and somebody's like well he didn't even call you like he didn't bid you to come to him And she's like, but I trust that when I go, things are going to work out. Mm -hmm. So it's not, in my mind, (laughs) whenever I go to God, it is a sense of approaching him Mm -hmm. in a reverent manner with humility, even though sometimes my prayers might not be that humble. Like I said, you know, sometimes it swings the pendulum from bless everybody to strike everybody down, you know. Rain fire from heaven. Wow, it's kind thank of goodness you're not God because <laughs> it is a good thing because <laughs> oh man, it would be all it would be a mess. But <laughs> I but okay, so you that's your prayer. Mm-hmm. My prayer is when I'm driving to the tractor and I just feel his presence, it could be because I was worshiping or whatever, and I turn everything off and it's just the hum of the engine. Yeah. And I'm going up and down rows, up and down rows, up and down rows. And I'm just having a conversation with God. Or yeah. there might be a moment where I feel insecure or whatever, and I'm using my emotions and and sometimes it's yelling. Sometimes it's not yelling at God, but yelling in frustration of whatever yeah. situation it, I'm faced with. And And, and people don't have to have, there's nothing specific like a checklist, like you have to do this, 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 and this, and then God will listen to you. God literally says, call on me. Like, that's it. There's no, there's no special prayer that has to be prayed to get his attention. There's not certain music you have to listen to. You know, it's God, I just, I just want to talk to you. Like, I just have some stuff on my heart. I have this thing I'm going through. I have this person that I'm really concerned about. Or Or I'm doing really well, and I want to thank you for the blessings that you bestowed upon my family. You know, those types of things are are very, very good because it's coming from an honest heart. Right. You're not trying to fool God, which is funny to think that people try to do this all the time. You're not going to ever fool God. Like, why are you trying? Like, bro, just put it away. Like, (laughs) you're not, you're not, you're not faking no one out or you're not faking God out. You might fake people out, but you're not going to fake God out because he knows the heart. So there's this scripture in Ephesians 3, and it's actually uh, Paul writing a letter. And it is verse 12. And it says, in him, talking about Jesus, says, in him and through faith in him, again, Jesus, we may approach God with freedom 
and confidence. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes hard conversations that we have to have with other human beings, we don't always approach those conversations with confidence and freedom Mm -hmm. to be able to say certain things or to be completely honest Mm -hmm. because we're afraid of their reaction, right? Mm -hmm. But when we go to God in the light of Jesus, you know, as we are Christians and we have given our lives to him, when we go to God, we can approach him with freedom and confidence that we can be honest. I mean, honestly, but is there any other way? But there is though. There, I'll tell you, people have sometimes such a hard time. Like they can't find the words. Like they're, they're, they're like almost afraid, you know, like, and I think a lot of that, from what I've seen or even felt at times is um, condemnation and it's ourselves, you know, like why would, why would God want to listen to me? Like, what is it that I can possibly say that would, he would even care, but he does. He cares so much about our lives, about what's going on about, and it's not that he doesn't know, you know, he clearly sees everything that's going on, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. And yet, he still wants that relationship with us. And the one of the best ways to cultivate that relationship is through prayer. Yeah. I, I You know, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, and I'm not but, saying... I'm waiting no, no, for it. There's no, there's no buts. There's no but. However... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, the, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just wired different. Because I feel like that... Uh, yes, going in with reverence. But I... I I know God knows everything. So why, since I know that he knows everything and I'm not saying that Jesus is my homeboy because I think that's like, (laughs) Oh my gosh, I hate that phrase so bad. That's like, uh, it's a little irreverent to me too, but. uh, Or he's my co-pilot. What the heck? No. He is the pilot. He's the pilot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jesus is who I turn to. And he knows everything about me. He knows all the secret hidden places and he knows all the public places. Yeah. And so I'm going to go to him and I'm going to talk to him as if he already knows. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm going to talk to him um, from a place of need because I, I, I need him. Like there, that's the most honest thing for me to do is go to him and say, I need you. Yeah. Like everything's great, but I still need you. Like, I still need you to wake me up. I still need you to guide me. I and still need you to. And yeah. unfortunately, a lot of people only go to God when they really feel like they're in like dire straits. Like life is horrible. Everything's a dumpster fire. We're all going up in flames and smoke. And mm-hmm. that's if, when I'm going to stop and pray to like, really? What if you and I, as a married couple, only talk to each other when we were like. Had zero money in our bank account? Yeah. <laughs> or. That would be all the time. Or if... Uh, we don't work three jobs for nothing, people. Or if, um, you know, we just had problems. Yeah. Only when the, we were going to fight. We only communicated when we were going to fight and yell at each other. Yeah. that's. Can not, you imagine that relationship? It'd be not healthy. It would be horrible. I would have signed out. <laughs> that would be a relationship I would want to be in. <laughs> and we're done now. <laughs> Yeah, you have to cultivate that relationship through conversation. Yeah. Because how awkward is it? Have you ever sat with somebody that you didn't know and you had to sit at the same table with them? I love that. And you just kind of like, it's a challenge. 
<laughs> no. It is for me. Not for me. I do not know a stranger. I will talk to everyone and anyone. It's, it's true. I do. I know. It's totally true. I've lived it for 26 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every time we go somewhere, you have to find a friend. I don't need to find a friend. I just want to hear someone's story. We don't have time in Walmart every day to hear a story. They're there. Oh, I'm sure. There's plenty of stories. I'm just saying I don't have to hear them all. Mm. Maybe you do. Maybe you should have been a journalist. Nah. <laughs> you know the one, the most intriguing thing, um, kind of sidebar, but it, it plays into it, is that I wish, if it wasn't completely selfish, to just be able to talk to some homeless people. I want to know their story. Like, yeah. And I, I know that that may sound rude. And I don't it's, think it's rude. I think it's... Compassionate? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I don't want to call myself compassionate. No, but I, I think it is because you are, you want to invest, right? Yeah, and yeah, so by hearing their story, you're connecting because everybody wants connection. Yeah, Again, I feel like, prayer, conversation, relationship. <laughs> I mean, barring, you know, some things, but I think, I feel when I drive by and I happen to see a homeless person, I feel like they have a void and they need to have that a, a connection. And that's not always yeah. true because sometimes they have plenty of connections in their head. But, you know, but then there's times where it's... Sometimes they have the wrong connections. Well, that's that's true too. But but I, I still want to know that story. Like, yeah. I want to know what's up. Like, I want to know how I can help you. How can I serve you? Yeah. And that's and it, it happens to me every time I'm driving and I happen to see a homeless person. And and yeah. it's just because I want to have that meaningful conversation. And I think that's what it comes down to with our talking with God, also known as prayer, prayer. is that all he wants is us to connect with him. Yeah. And to connect with him honestly. Right. And again, kind of going back to what we said you're not going to fool him because he already knows. So just be honest with him. Yeah. You know, being, you know, I'm struggling in this area, Lord. I'm struggling with my temper. I'm struggling with whatever and, and go to him in that way. Right. That's, that's what we need to do. Yeah. There's too many times that we, we look at prayer as our last resort. It's kind of like mm -hmm. the, the parachute, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, we kind of always have it. We know it's there. Mm-hmm. But it's not in the forefront of our mind when when things are going great or even when things are really frustrating. Sometimes we will talk to everybody else mm -hmm. but God. Mm -hmm. And he's the only one ultimately who can fix all of the things that are going on in our lives. But we don't want to go to God. And I don't know why. Like it just why? Why not? Yeah, Why is but, it so hard? You know, using the analogy of the parachute, that was a really good one because I thought, you know, there's actually two chutes in every chute. You have your main chute and then you have the emergency chute. Yeah. And when people only talk to God for emergencies and needs, they're throwing the emergency chute out first. Yeah. And that emergency chute is just to keep you from hitting the ground hard. Yeah. It is not to glide you. It is not for entertaining. It is not for, Fun. hey, let's soar <laughs> for a while before touching yeah. down. You know, you want that. That's the main shoot. Yeah. And so when we go to prayer and if, if it's a normal part of our life, that is our main shoot. And we get to enjoy the view. We get yeah. to enjoy the relationship. We get to enjoy those things without panic, without the need to have to uh, feel like we're free falling. Right. Um, but a lot of people, unfortunately, throw the emergency shoot and that's the only thing they know. Yeah. 
and they are they're missing out on a blessing. Yeah. Trust me. And that relationship aspect of it that because Absolutely. the one thing that I have learned from like go in my mm-hmm. life because of what I've seen through prayer warriors and people, you know, intercessors in my life, my parents watching them um, pray often was that I've learned that when I do that, the peace that comes along with that, if it's a frustrating situation, there's a peace. But also whenever things are really good, like the other day, actually, I was um, I was driving into town and it was kind of warm. I had I think I had the windows down. It was evening time. Um, and I was just I turned the radio off because I'm a music junkie. So I've always got music on. And so I turned it off. And as I was driving, it was like I just had this overwhelming feeling of thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for the peace in this day. Thank you for this moment that I've had today, for the enjoyment, for the the friendship, the people I've been around today. It was, it, and it was again, but it went back to peace. Mm-hmm. So being thankful also leads to peace and even turmoil when we go to God in prayer and talk to him mm-hmm. leads to peace. So for me, peace is the word that I think of most often when I think about prayer. It's a calming and comforting thing for me. It's it's not like I'm afraid to have that conversation with God, even the hard conversations, because there have been some times in my life whenever I've had some really crappy, hard conversations with God, sometimes other people's doing, sometimes my own doing, and I've still wanted to talk to God. Like, he's still the first one that my heart goes to because he has drawn me to him. Yeah. So conversations in prayer are not... They're not always easy, but they can always end with peace. Absolutely. But there's probably a lot of people, because this is the complaint that I hear a lot in church, is that he's not answering my prayers. He's not answering me. Mm -hmm. I think that that is a, um, he's always answering Mm -hmm. because he's always listening. Mm -hmm. And it may not be the answer we want to hear, and that's the problem. Yeah. (laughs) You know, uh, let's try this again yeah. because you got it wrong, God. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? God, are you hearing me? Yeah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? <laughs> you just drove my engineering ears crazy by doing that, but okay. Sorry. But yeah. And that's probably what how God feels about us. Yeah. <laughs> we keep asking for the same thing. He's like, I've already given you the answer to this. Mm-hmm. I've already told you how to handle this situation or this person or these finances or this. Sometimes it's just a, a lack of trust. Yeah. I'm going to give this to you. I'm not going to pick it up. I'm going to just give it to you. And that's hard for a lot of people to do because they it want is. that immediate result. Of course. So I hope I hope that we've answered maybe some of those questions. The Is there a specific way to pray, specific words? Is there, you know, like a, a fit all prayer? And, you know, I know that the Bible talks a lot about um, the Lord's Prayer. Um, talking about our Father who art in heaven. That's coming to God with reverence and you know, forgive us this day. I mean, forgive us this day. <laughs> Sometimes I forgive. I feel like I should forgive this day. <laughs> forgive- I, I, I'm just going to let you just go ahead and roll with this. <laughs> forgive us our debts. As we forgive those who. As or Actually, I guess you're saying it the other way. You're uh-huh. saying forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Your dad would be proud. Yeah, that's not how I've learned it, but. Yeah. But when we say the Lord's Prayer, 
it's not like it's not a magic thing. Like we don't pull out our Harry Potter wand and start saying the Lord's Prayer and wave our wand around and I don't even know who that is. <laughs> it's because I'm a heathen. That's right. <laughs> Mom, do you hear this? Well, I think that prayer is just, like you said, it is a conversation that we have with God, and the point of it is to build the relationship that we have, hopefully, with God. And if we don't have a strong relationship with God, where if, if you're a brand new Christian and you're like, I don't even know how to do this praying thing, literally just have a conversation. If I could suggest one thing is this, go to a place where you can dedicate yourself to a conversation with God. Yeah. Don't allow yourself to be in the busyness of it all. Right. I mean, um, one of the things that our enemy, the devil likes to do is distract. Oh, for sure. And so you might even find yourself in a quiet place, but then your mind's racing. Yeah. You have to really set the tone. And for me, and I think for you too, sometimes playing a little music in the background, not for me, it's, it has to be instrumental because if there's words I'm singing because they don't let me sing on the worship team. <laughs> I'm, so I'm playing a tiny violin right now. Uh, and, but, you know, playing something with instrument, instrumental worship or something, and then I'll, you know, talk to God and it's just a conversation. It's, it doesn't have to be like... It doesn't have to be what anyone else is doing. It, yeah. it could be just you talking to God, being honest, but finding yourself, dedicating yourself yeah. to that conversation. For me, I have found sometimes when, especially in moments of just chaos in life, um, I have found writing my prayers out hmm. because it makes me think about what I'm writing. That's a you thing. It is. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. because I'm a writer, so yeah. <laughs> sorry. But writing them out makes me focus on the words mm. to make sense. Because mm. in my mind, sometimes literally squirrel every 10 seconds because I start praying. And even if I'm sitting in the car, like if I'm driving in the car and, you know, most of us kind of zone out when we drive. At least I do. Maybe that's my problem. Zoning out a little bit when we drive, I turn the music off. And if even if I'm praying in my mind, my mind is all of a sudden thinking about, you know, uh, where can I get the cheapest cabbage? And how come I didn't plant my succulents in the pot that I bought yesterday? And like, I literally have all these things going on. So sometimes even when I'm in the car by myself, I will pray out loud because it focuses me. It makes me think about the words that I'm saying so that they're not just frivolous, random, you know, God, put all the words together, you know, like, mm. even if it's a short prayer, it I need to focus. So I think that's a really good that's a good point. Praying Psalms. Yeah. You know, yep. grabbing the some Psalms. The book of Psalms is amazing. Uh, King David wrote, wrote most of them, Psalm and some of them. Um, it's a matter of just um, reading them and making that your prayer. Uh, that's That's been that's been a go-to for me when I have no words. That's yeah. what I'll do is I'll, I'll grab a Psalm and I'll read through it. And if it's my... If it's something that you know resonates within me, then I will pray that psalm by reading it. One of my favorite verses to pray is, uh, Search me, O God, and know my heart, and see if there is any wicked thing in me. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not God. But I feel like that is a prayer that is coming to God 
pretty much about as honest as I can be. Yeah. Like, God, you, you just have to, you know, wand my heart <laughs> and see if there's any alarms that go off. If there's a problem, show me. And like, once again, light it that, up that, like Christmas. that is just aligning your heart to what God already knows. Right. Yeah. It's so not because like, I have to hide it. You're giving him permission. Give him permission. Yeah. Lord, search me. Oh, been waiting for that. Thanks. No, it's not like that. He no, already knows. He does. It's just us aligning ourselves with him. Right. Saying, God, you know my heart. Yeah. You know the wickedness inside of me. You know that I need you. You know that I desire to get closer to you. That's the essence of our prayer is, God, I want to get close to you. And as I get close to you, you're going to reveal things in my life that I'm going to have to deal with. Yep. um, And I'm going to deal with that through you. Right. Because God's not going to show things in our hearts and our lives Mm -hmm. through prayer. He's not going to highlight it and be like, ha, look at this. Mm -hmm. How could you have done this? How could you have thought this? How could Mm -hmm. you have gone here or tried this or, you know, whatever? Mm -hmm. None of it's a surprise. No. He's just wanting to show us so that he can then change us to be better. Mm-hmm. It's not because he's trying to point it out and light it up and make fun of us and let everybody laugh. Like, no, he literally wants us to change to be better because his desire is a loving relationship with us that is 100% honest all the time. And as we align ourselves closer to him, we become more and more righteous, which I know is kind of countercultural. And that seems like that says, hey, everyone, stick your nose up in the air. It's not. <laughs> It's not that. It's just a desire to be honest and to get close to Christ and say, yeah. man, I'm not perfect. Only he was. No, but the scripture says, be holy for I am holy. Yeah. God calls us to holiness. No, there, Whether we like yeah. it or not. No, it, that's that's very right. You know, but it's not preached very often, no, unfortunately. Because it's not fun and fancy and butterflies and rainbows. Yeah, I know. It means change. It means, it means... aligning our hearts to God. Mm-hmm. And so being able to do that one way is through that conversation of prayer with God. So before we end here, I just want to read this to you. I think this is such an awesome, it's actually a prayer for the Ephesians, um, for the church in Ephesus. And this was Ephesians 3 and uh, verse 16. So this is really my prayer for you those that are listening, um, I, I always want to end on something encouraging that you can sort of take away, the nugget mm-hmm. <laughs> that you can take away. And so this is what I want to end with. And it says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his Holy Spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. I hope you have a great day today. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Chirpcast Amy on Instagram. Have an awesome day and I'll catch you next time.